Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, man, do I have some terrific news for you. Our partners at Bet Online continue to get it done as the number one online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures, and more. All you have to do is head over to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50. That's B L E A V 50, Believe 50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You can wager on the NFL, on Major League Baseball, on esports, golf, combat sports, and a heck of a lot more. In between, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines. Get involved today with Bet Online, where the game starts. MyHotTub.com is a global leader in the hot tub industry with over 25 years of experience. Their hot tubs are built in the United States with the highest standards of quality control, an extensive warranty, and customer service representatives available seven days a week. They offer free shipping to your home with factory direct pricing and incredible financing plans. Visit online at MyHotTub.com or stop in Destiny USA today. MyHotTub.com. Whether online or in person, you better hurry because these spas won't last. What's going on, everybody? Paul Bissonette here from the Spit and Chicklets podcast and now the TNT broadcast. I just want to give everybody a shout out and make sure you tune in to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is brought to you by MyHotTub.com, Stanley Law Offices, Brian Comboy of Mass Mutual New York State, and Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company. Hey, if you're out in Western New York, Victor, Rochester area, you got to stop by the delicious IPAs, the uh, Irish Red Ales, the Sours, uh, everything in between. They've got it going on every day at Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company. Log on to StumblingMonkeyBeer.com, shop uh, the showcase, some swag uh, before your visit, and of course, join the Mug Club as well. Crowlers, Growlers, Mug Club, all of it is there at Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, the official brewing company of the ML Sports Platter. A tip of the cap thank you as well to our friends from Camillo's Golf Club and the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, as well as friends of the ML Sports Platter, the Swan and Whitaker families, Bob Lindsley, Daryl Aber, and the Alonzo family, Byron, Irvin, Janice, and Tino. Well, Syracuse is 2-0, and I did not see this coming because of the Louisville game. I thought they'd beat UConn, and I thought they'd beat them by a couple of touchdowns. Also didn't expect them to beat them that handily. However... Here they are, and I got to tell you, as far as the Syracuse Orange is concerned, I've been very, 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 very impressed, and it goes in a lot of different spots why I'm impressed. Number one, the offense looks like they are really gelling. They're together. They know their spots. Uh, you know, they know they know where to be. Uh, they're they're blocking and 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 doing the right fundamental things. Garrett Schrader has been unbelievable, and I think going into this year, most Syracuse fans probably thought, hey, this game is going to come down to our quarterback. If he plays relatively well, we have a chance at a bowl. If he doesn't play well, we have zero chance at a bowl. And that was accurate then, and it's accurate now, because this team's 2-0, and a lot of it has to do with Garrett Schrader, a guy who's flinging the ball around, just absolute dimes down the field, putting it in the breadbasket of wide receivers. I mean, the play action passing, the the presence in the pocket, and hitting guys. Damian Alford, Aranda Gadsden, P- 
Pena, Courtney Jackson, Devon Cooper, Demarcus Adams, all these guys are catching the football. Syracuse does not have a clear-cut number one wide receiver, and right now it doesn't matter. Maybe, in fact, it's better that they don't have a number one wide receiver, right? Because right now they are just crushing it, and everybody's getting a touch, everybody's getting a seat at the table, and it's been really glorious to watch. Seriously, if you are a Syracuse football fan, you have to be absolutely positively out of your mind right now. <clears throat> that not It's not just the 2-0, and right? I mean, how many times have we heard from people, you know, hey, yeah, th- this is our record, but man, it's the way we're playing, whether it's really good or really bad. They're playing great football. You know, <laughs> they are playing fantastic football on really uh, every side of the ball, you know, offense, defense, special teams. Um, you know, I, I, I'm loving Robert and I's, you know, game planning, um, you know, his ability to, um, you know, really incorporate so many different schemes to this offense. And he's been around obviously for a long time. I realize that uh, around the game of football. Um, you know, when you think about his, his tenure, um, you know, he was he was at Virginia last year, and I, I listened to the Cover 3 podcast this past week, you know, the recap of, of the week of games, and, you know, he, he basically said, you know, uh, uh, they basically said, you know, and I love that show, but they basically talked about, you know, this offense. They were like, well, it's basically the Virginia offense last year. Remember, he was the architect of a unit that ranked third in the FBS in total offense last year. He knows how to signal call. He knows how to get people working together, right? And Syracuse hired him in December 2021, and he's got 40 years of experience developing some of the nation's top offenses. Okay, he's got that experience. You know, he's a three-time nominee for the Frank Broyles Award as the nation's top assistant coach. Um, he's just done a, a great, great job. Um, you know, for an eight-year stretch, quarterbacks averaged between 3,368 and, uh, well, averaged 3,368 yards and 513 rushing yards, right? Um you know, he's really uh, an accomplished guy. Um, you know, he's been he's been at plenty of stops. Um, and, you know, his coaching ledger is, is pretty good. And it's it's all offensive all the time, man. Hawaii, BYU, you know, you, Boise State, UNLV, Texas Tech. You think about, um, you know, BYU, Arizona, Virginia, Syracuse now. This guy's been around. And he's, you know, taken a lot of teams to bowls as a staff member. I mean, he's gone to, you know, probably, what, 10, 15 bowls in his, in his career. Let me see here. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 1, 2, 3, 4, 15. I mean, quick count, 25 bowls, actually. Um, so he, he's been around. He's done a great job um, in his tenure, and I think that this offense certainly is reaping the benefits from his play calling. You know, in Syracuse's assistance, maybe Dino Babers, a guy who, let's face it, I've heard is not very easy to work with. Um, maybe he's finally figured it out with his assistants, right? Maybe he's finally landed the right people. Because Michael Johnson seems to be a really, really good receivers coach, right? Uh, Tony White, his defensive schemes have been lights out so far this season. And then on and on it goes. Chris West with the corners. I mean, maybe, just maybe, Mike Schmidt 
not the baseball player, offensive line, run game coordinator, Nick Monroe, defensive passing game coordinator and safeties. I mean, maybe all, all these hires now are finally, you know, finally the right ones for Dino because, and look, he needs it. You know, Syracuse really needs a good season and so does Dino. Um, he's not in any kind of jeopardy. I think Dino Babers could go 0-12 and they'd never fire him. But, you know, they need, I mean, think about the last few years. Think about the collapses. You know, even, you know, those great upset wins over, you know, Clemson and Vatek in the Babers' tenure, you know, they collapse in multiple seasons. And I think, you know, with Dino, if they can somehow have a strong start, and have a respectable finish, this team could go to a bowl. And the way their schedule lines up right now, they still have, you know, well, they had um, five top 25 teams still to go. Um, however, Notre Dame is now out of the top 25 after getting absolutely ass-kicked by the uh, Marshall Thunder herd. I mean, that was an ass-whooping if I've ever seen one. Um, yeah, even when the game was close, it was still physically, you know, a mismatch. And Marshall wins it. In fact, the Sun Belt was incredible this past weekend because you also had App State go in and, and beat Texas A&M. So two tremendous wins there. But Syracuse still has four games against top 25 teams. And, and frankly, Notre Dame could be right back in it, you know, by the end of October, right, when they play at the, at the uh, whatever it's called, JSA Wireless Dome now, uh, at the Dome. <laughs> so, but if Syracuse can beat Purdue, if they can beat Purdue, I like their chances at home against Virginia as well. And I will be coaching against his former team, right? And then they're going to roll Wagner. That's 5-0. and If they beat Purdue this weekend, this team should go 5-0, and heading into a home date in the middle of October against NC State, a team that many people are picking to make some major noise in this conference. <laughs> I mean, that, that atmosphere should be electric. There should be an extra five to 8,000 tickets that are sold for that game if Syracuse goes 5-0. and If you win, they will come. It's that simple. And so far, Syracuse is winning. I was surprised at how much they pounded Louisville by. I was surprised at how bad Louisville looked. And, you know, in that football game, it was just... It was a suffocating defensive effort. You know, Louisville scored a touchdown when SU was up 10-0, and then they didn't score again. The defense was lights out and suffocating, totally and utterly overwhelming Louisville. Marlowe Wax was amazing everywhere. Garrett Williams was, was everywhere. Michael Jones was, was everywhere. You know, they did not allow Malik Cunningham in the end zone. They had two interceptions with Williams and Derek McDonald. Um, you know, Williams had that unbelievable tackle, uh, you know, to, to, to hold Louisville. And then of course, you know, they, 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 they run out of downs. That was one of the bigger plays in the game in the first half, you know, Syracuse collected three sacks, you know, they had seven tackles for loss against Louisville. And then Sean Tucker did his usual thing, hundred yard game, <laughs> you know, Garrett Schrader was great. And again, receiver by committee. And so far Syracuse has really, really shown that, if they get a lead on you, it's going to be awfully hard for you to come back because of how suffocating the defense is. And I'm telling you right now, there was a lot to like before this season 
in terms of, you know, Garrett Williams and Deuce Chestnut. But I needed to see them in positions where even with an okay pass rush, you know, don't get burned on the corners. Don't get burned. Don't get left on an island, right? Just don't. Don't get left there, you know? Don't get left on an island. Don't get dominated. Hold your own. Be a cover corner. This year, between the physicality and the improved covering skills, they've both been really, really good. And I think that that is going to help Syracuse big time. Because, listen, if you don't have great cover corners, you better hope that your pass rush makes up for it. You know, getting to the quarterback soon so that your corners aren't on an island, so that your safeties don't have to help all the time in grand fashion. Um, you know, if you, if you have a somewhat decent pass rush and somewhat decent corners, you kind of hope that all the parts work together, right? Same thing with the middle of the field with linebackers and all the rest. You know, holding down the middle, um, you know, making those tackles, stopping the big plays. But it looks like Syracuse, just two games into the season, has everything that you need to win football games. I mean, it looks like they have put together some things here and they have passed a little bit of a look test for me. Again, a long way to go still. We still have 10 games to go, four top 25 teams, tough road games, physicality, arguably the best defense in America in Clemson. There's a lot there. But Syracuse has shown that they have the ability to win football games. And frankly, with their games right now on the schedule, um, other than really Clemson, I think Syracuse can beat any of those teams on the schedule. I do. I think they can beat Florida State. I think NC State can be had. Wake Forest might be the second toughest team after Clemson right now. I mean, really. You know, I think they can beat Pitt. I think they can beat Notre Dame after what I saw against Marshall. Now, again, every week is different. Every opponent's different. We have a long way to go until those two teams play. You know, about, what, five weeks or so? But the reality of the situation is that the way Syracuse is playing in all facets of the game, the way they've already made adjustments. Think about this. They got penalized like you wouldn't believe against Louisville, and they completely cleaned it up in week two against UConn. Okay? That's good coaching. That's hard work. That, that, that's hard work. That's adjustments. It's all those things. Players and coaches both have to do those things. Right? They both have to work at those things in order to cut the penalties back. And Syracuse did that, and they were out standing in the game against Connecticut. 17 to nothing right out of the chute and, you know, did not look back. You know, scored another 10 points in the second quarter. UConn scored a touchdown. UConn scored a touchdown in the third. That was it. And then Syracuse got, you know, seven more in the fourth. And, and they end up winning 48 to 14, right? I mean, that's a significant, significant score. And I don't want to hear it from people about, well, UConn stinks. And you put, listen, you have a few of these games on your schedule. I don't care if you're Cuse, Alabama, whoever. You have a couple of games every year, no matter what team it is, where you play an inferior opponent and you have to take care of business, period. You have to take care of business. You have to get up for the game just like all the others, and you have to win. And they won handily. And they showed even more than the Louisville game, in my opinion, because of the penalty part and the immediate domination part and the laser focus right off the shoe, right? Right out of the shoe, you know? 
uh, scoring that that touchdown, bang right away. You know that great drive, twelve plays, sixty nine yards, with a you know just over three minutes to uh, on the clock, you know to start the game, and then two more scores, and before you know it, you know Syracuse kind of had the game put away at halftime. You know twenty seven to seven, they were in firm control, and even when the game got close against Louisville, I still felt like Syracuse was in control. They were in control from start to finish against UConn. And as I mentioned before, college football was chaotic. Notre Dame loses at home to Marshall, right? You had App State beat Texas A&M. Washington State went in and beat Wisconsin. So it's very easy to just go, oh, well, you know, I need to see more UConn. Mm -hmm. But don't do that. You know, don't do that. Um... I think I think this was a really really important game for Syracuse, a very um, uh, tactical win, a focused win, um, a dominating win. Everybody got involved. Sean Tucker had a quiet 100 yard game uh, again, and I think it was because mainly Tucker, you know, when he doesn't get the big highlight reel, you know, run, you kind of don't think he has a 100 yard game, and then you look down, and you're like, oh, he did it again. <laughs> you know, it's incredible. Um, and, and, you know, the receivers, listen, football is a team game. Football goes, everything goes hand in hand. Yeah, Garrett Schrader was the key going into the season for me. I think for a lot of USU fans, the same thing. And, you know, can he get the ball downfield? And then from there, can the receivers make plays? Can they develop? Can they do their thing? And a lot of drafts against Louisville, they clean those up as well. You know, a lot of the bad mistakes and all the rest, and I don't know if it was a week one thing or whatever, but Syracuse cleaned up a lot of those mistakes. And, you know, Jackson, Alford, they were all getting in the mix, you know. Demarcus Adams, I mean, and all these balls were chucked down the field and they were right on the target, you know. They were in the breadbasket of all these wide receivers. So, phenomenal win for Syracuse. They are now 2-0. and Next up is Purdue this weekend. That's a huge game. I'll be there. I can't wait. I'm doing stats for ESPN. And it's a noon kickoff. Purdue's got to travel. Early rise. Tough atmosphere. I think Syracuse takes care of business. You know, I really do. Um, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really tough test. Purdue is a one in one club right now. Um, you know, they're either Purdue's usually either like eight and four or like four or five and seven, right? Or four and eight. Um, but you got to deal with Aiden O'Connell and Charlie Jones. They apparently are, you know, they appear to be really in sync right now, you know, and they blew out Indiana State. Um, three first half touchdowns um, in, in their second college game together. Uh, this is a team that, you know, has the ability to put up points. So it will be interesting to see what kind of a game plan the Syracuse defense has for the Boilermakers. Um, you know, Aiden O'Connell is an extremely talented quarterback. Um, they have a decent running game. It's really a running game by committee. Um, and, you know, the receivers are led by Charlie Jones, but they have, you know, three or four, five other guys who can kind of hurt you. So um, Charlie Jones probably at this point is the clear-cut target number one for Purdue, but it's not overwhelming where Syracuse, it's pretty much even Steven with any of those guys. Anybody could touch the ball at this point for Syracuse. I mean, the receivers, they really could. So it's going to be a matchup of uh, epic proportion. Syracuse needs this game like you wouldn't believe. 
And I think if they win this game, I think Syracuse, they're going to start getting some votes in the top 25. They uh, or at least some looks at some votes. And again, I think they have a great chance to win at home against Virginia. And I think they have a great chance to win at home against Wagner. So beat Purdue. And then let's see, maybe SU can be 5-0 and heading into October 15th against NC State. Drop this game, different story. You win this game, you win the next two, and you're 5-0. and Again, one game at a time, I understand, but you're 5-0. and All of a sudden, Syracuse football can start looking at a possible bowl. ML Sports Platter, I'll close up shop next. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. And I do want to mention that the ML Sports Platter is brought to you by Burn Dairy, Carvel of North Syracuse, Prestwick Golf, and your State Farm agent, Matt Graham. Get a free rate quote today from Matt, SyracuseInsuranceAgent.com if you live in and around Central New York and the greater state of New York. And a tip of the cap, thank you as well to Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare and our friends over at Rosie's Corner. Stop by for Fish Friday this week. If you're in and around Central New York, mac and cheese, coleslaw, french fries, Get it all, the dinner version, the lunch version, pizza and wing combinations for any and all occasions. Hey, grab some pizza and wings from Rosie's for the game this weekend against Purdue. And, of course, you can get Rosie's on Instagram, on Facebook, and download the Slice app, and you can order directly from there as well. So really impressed with Syracuse so far. By the way, if you're trolling me on YouTube and you know who you are, and really all trolls know who they are, they just deny it. It's the same pattern. If you make a prediction or you make, let's say, a video about one topic, people come at you and they go back in time and find if your prediction is wrong. I picked Louisville against Syracuse. Whoop-de-doo. Syracuse has not proved anything the last few years or made me believe at all that they were going to go in and win that football game. Don't have a lot of confidence in Dino Babers going into the season, blah, 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 because the proof has been in the pudding. They proved me wrong. I was wrong. I'm going to make more wrong predictions in the future, and I'm going to make a lot of right ones as well, okay? In fact, if you listen to me talk about the New York Yankees the last 15, 20 years, maybe even longer, I'm very rarely wrong when it comes to the Yankees, even in the preseason, okay, and with who they sign. So if you are going back in time and – you know, posting a bunch of stuff at my, you know, at my YouTube channel and you're trolling and you're calling me egg face and all these different things. I feel bad for you. I really do. And if you're on these Facebook group pages for, for Buffalo Bills fans and I put together a Josh Allen video, don't come at me and tell me that, uh, you know, that I'm, I'm just like all the other media experts who only talk about the quarterback. What about the defense? Well, Maybe you should go listen to some other videos. Maybe you should go watch them. Maybe you should go listen to some podcasts once in a while before you open your big fat mouth. So go listen to all of it. Go watch all of it. If you don't, then you don't have any right to say anything. It's like when I used to intern for Adam Shine, and it was at 620 WHEN, and there would be callers who would complain off the air. All Adam talks about is the Yankees. All he talks about is the Yankees. He needs to talk more about this, more about that. 
And he talked like for eight minutes about the Yankees in a segment. And then he went right into SU football or he'd go back, you know, go back to the Yankees or whatever the case may be. But it wasn't a four-hour program on the New York Yankees, okay? And if you're not going to listen to the whole show, nor I wouldn't expect anybody to be able to listen to four hours during the day. Who has time for that? However, don't make comments if you don't have time to listen to everything. So I got, I, and I got news for you. It'd be sweet if I could go into your workplace and criticize you. And if you think that I can't take the criticism, if you think that I can't handle this, I would have gotten out of the business a long time ago. Okay, I've been doing this for 20 years. I've seen it all. I've been eaten, chewed up, spit out, you name it. Okay, I've seen it all. I've been treated in the worst ways. I've been treated in the best ways. And, I, and I've seen everything in between. So it's not even close to the fact that, you know, oh, you can't handle the criticism. It's that you're factually inaccurate. When you're making comments like you do and going back in time to find videos with wrong predictions, you're just trolling. That's all, that's all it is. And I know the pattern. I know when the trolls come out, what they say, how they say it, then when you go back and defend yourself and defend your opinion and defend your take and defend whether you were right or wrong and why and all the things I just mentioned, then they come back with, oh, you can't take the criticism. <laughs> It's the same thing with every one of you. So congratulations to everybody who's a troll out there. You're really, really doing yourself proud. Mike Lindsley with you here. It's an ML Sports Platter Edition, all brought to you by Stanley Law Offices. Together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. And a big-time thank you as well to Liverpool Physical Therapy, Camillus Golf Club, and Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Go with Brian today, tax-efficient retirement planning at advisors.massmutual.com. That's advisors.massmutual.com. Com. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports, and of course, subscribe to my YouTube page. If you want to subscribe and you know troll me a little bit, that's okay. As long as I get the subscription, we're good. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Celebrate your whale of a dad with a fudgy the whale ice cream cake from the locally owned and operated Carvel of North Syracuse. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh, so no matter what kind of treat or design your dad wants, they make it happen. Your dad deserves a tasty treat this Father's Day. Soft serve ice cream, milkshakes, sundaes, shakes, and more. America's favorite since 1934. Carvel. Open seven days a week. Brewerton Road in North Syracuse. Stop in today. Fudge the Whale is waiting for you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.